Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Hello. Testing. One, two, three. Starting your day the right way. It just really gets me going in the morning. Good morning to you. All right. It's the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94. Here we go. Here we go. Good morning. Hello. How are you? Wonderful. You? Amazing. Okay. It's, well, you know, almost Friday. I feel like this week went by pretty quick, no? Well, it's not over. I'll make the call tomorrow, but uh, we are at Thursday quicker than I feel like it is normal. Okay, good. (laughs) All right. That is what I meant. Okay. Uh, Today is, let's see, we'll start (laughs) with International Women in Engineering Day. Very cool. I like that. I like that a lot, too. That's cool. And Let It Go Day. Yes. Let it go. I have a hard time with that. Let it go. <laughs> the frozen version and just letting go in and general. And just letting go in general. Um, <laughs> and porridge day. Mm, gotta love me some porridge. <laughs> I, I love porridge. It's good. <laughs> I know it is good. I don't care what anyone it, says. It's a, it's a really good way to feed a, like a lot of kids, which is probably why you've <laughs> had porridge at, yeah, at camp. Yeah. But we used to pour like a ton of brown sugar there on ours, yeah. and it made it so good. That's what it's all about. Yeah, but that always reminds me of camp, because that's what you'd get for breakfast. Uh, totally. Flop of porridge. Not bad. There you go. Uh, here's what's coming up in just a minute. Um, we're going to talk about wearable trackers, like um, things that, you know, like your smartwatch in some way. But there are some fertility trackers, which have a kind of a mm. side benefit, which we're going to talk about. Plus... You know, we had that big storm and it knocked down a bunch of power lines. Had a lot of people saying, like, why aren't we burying our power lines like other big cities? Mm-hmm. Talk about what that would actually cost. And <laughs> a very cool new Broadway show is coming our way, in case you wanted to see it. Oh, super fun. That sounds uh, like an exciting thing to do in Ottawa. I love when there's something new to do here. Well, I don't know. Well, it's coming to Broadway oh. in New York City. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till it hits Broadway across Canada okay. a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Jeff's three things. Thing one, thing one uh, new research based on a fertility tracker demonstrated that wearables may help re- users realize they have COVID before symptoms even begin. So a fertility tracker is really cool. I didn't even know about this. It monitors your breathing rate, heart rate, your wrist, skin temperature, blood flow, and sleep, all to find out if you're ovulating, of course. But it could also... After, after analyzing the data, researchers say it could also let you know if you have a positive case for COVID. In fact, even without being tuned to this, it's 68% effective. Very cool. Yeah. That'd be interesting if you were watching like, you're like, oh, I got to leave work. <laughs> I love this. The first thing you leave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to get anybody else sick. I'd be responsible. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Thing two. Why don't we bury our hydro lines? We had that big storm. It caused a massive problem, especially along Merivale Road. Well, I get that it would be expensive to redo all the things that have been done, but why didn't we just do it in the first place? Well, that's a great question, right. but now it would cost roughly $10 billion. Okay, so it's not happening. Yeah, that's it. It uh, is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, that, uh, the uh, CEO of Hydro Ottawa said it's not as simple as cutting open the streets and burying the lines. <laughs> right. Obviously yeah, not. We, yeah. we, we didn't think it was. It just didn't know it would be $10 billion. It's just weird that at the time that they went up, you know, they didn't think, oh, why yeah. isn't anyone else putting theirs up? Well, I don't know if it went, like, Merivale, <laughs> I don't know if it went up in the 40s or whatever. Like, who knows? Uh, anyway. Uh, and thing three, Back to the Future is coming to Broadway next year. I think it should make a good Broadway show, actually. Okay. No? I don't know. Yes. Okay, so I loved Back to the Future when I was a kid. Yeah. I tried watching it the other day. Mm, yeah, no, no, no. It's not very good. No. Okay. You can't. 
that's not one you can bring to the future with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's one of those kid, like it's one of those movies you watch when you were younger that it makes absolutely no sense as a grown up. Oh, really? Yeah, I just I don't get it. I, I oh. mean, not actual sense, but like it just I don't get why it was so great. Oh, I see. Well, the the effects are nowhere near as good as you know also back the then. You were like blown is away. Kind of like the uh, the bits and pieces of storyline thrown <laughs> in there are so weird. I wonder if it would make a better musical because it's kooky. Well, I think it would be. I think just think it'd be really fun to see the flux capacitor huge and live on stage. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, me yeah. too. I was thinking the same. Well, guess she's not buying a ticket, and that's what you need to know. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast coming up. Would you ever consider being a billionaire? <sighs> if I have to, <laughs> is it all it's cracked up to be? Oh yeah, it sounds like a real pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does the average person think? We're going to find out how it thinks. See, uh, would you prefer this life that you've got now or be a billionaire? We'll talk about that coming up in less than 10 minutes on the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The podcast. This may sound like an easy answer, but what would you rather? Like, would you rather live the life that you're living now or be a billionaire? That is a legit question. Well, I'd like to uh, be a billionaire. That's my quick answer. <laughs> well, guess what, Jeff? Most people wouldn't. They'd rather live the life they're living now. That's correct. Oh, than have a billion, a burden of a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. most people don't want the burden of being a billionaire not having a billion dollars but the things that come with having a billion dollars and being a billionaire i'd love to know it could suck uh i think most people would be content with a few million oh okay so it doesn't stay the same it's they get a few million dollars that's yeah okay i see why but most people are happy with a moderate life wow okay yes, yes. well uh and that's because riches come in all shapes and forms yes that's right uh family health all that money can't buy so it can buy a lot of things, but it can't buy those things. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I would take all my friends and family with me with the billion dollars. You see, that's how that works. <laughs> yes. But you would have uh, you would have a lot of people coming at you. Sure. And you'd have a lot of other responsibilities. So most people don't want unlimited wealth. They're quite content uh, to live the life that they are living. But if they were offered 10 million bucks, they'd take that. Okay. <laughs> so 10 million is the sweet spot. Yeah. Which I think is fair. I, I also don't know that I'd want to be a billionaire. Because you, you really, w there are expectations of billionaires. Like, you got to do something. You don't. <laughs> Lots of billionaires do nothing. But they well, sit around and don't give any money. Jeff Bezos is one of the richest people ever. Yeah, but he created Amazon, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah. got, like, spaceships and rockets. But and if you were his kid, kind of what kind of responsibility do you have if he just hands you a billion bucks? Yeah, but this isn't a question about being the child of a billionaire. <laughs> okay. This is about being the billionaire. Right. I just think it's a sweet thing that most people that are fine. Nice. You know, like I don't need a, I don't need a billion dollars. A, a few extra bucks here and there would be helpful, but I'm quite happy with my life. Right. That's what most people. Yeah. Are there's a. I, in fact, the number you would need because what people really want is to not worry about money again. Exactly. Ten million sounds like a nice number. <laughs> right. That ten sounds... million used to be a lot more money than it is now. That's right. Yeah. Even even three weeks ago, it feels like ten million is not as much as it was, it's, but. So true. But next time you're sitting in your chair at home going, oh, I wish I had a different life. Think about it. Do you actually? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> all those all those dollars would be just so, uh, such a burden. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Trying to navigate today's world can be difficult. And so imagine going to the grocery store for the first time and trying to figure it out as a teenager. 
especially yeah. nowadays. I don't have it figured out now. <laughs> if a teen asked you for grocery shopping advice, what would you say? Now, this is something that's actually happening in the world, and you should be prepared just in case it happens to you. Okay. So if you have any grocery <laughs> shopping advice, and you're telling it to somebody who's new at grocery shopping, what is it? You can text it to us, by the way. 949494, standard rate supply. We'll chat on the morning pickup. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. So grocery shopping has become uh, something that you need to learn how to navigate, <laughs> yeah. right? And we're still trying to figure it out as adults. But imagine being a teenager and let's say you're away at university and mm-hmm. you're responsible for your own groceries and you really just have no idea what the first thing about grocery shopping is. Well, I, I was never taught. It was like, hey, go in and figure it out. Right. So here's a question for you. If a teenager asked you about tips on grocery shopping, what would it be? What would you say? I know my number one thing. What which is, is Which is the best tip I ever got. Yes. Don't shop hungry. Oh, my gosh. Don't do it. You know what? That might be the best advice ever. I got that advice a little too late, but luckily early enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that is definitely something that I try to avoid also, because if you shop hungry for groceries, you're in trouble. You're also going to be spending way more money than you need to. Oh, here's uh, another Jeff who gave that advice in text. There oh, you go. See, there you go. Yeah. Don't go grow. Are you guys related, by I the way? I don't know. You separated That's at birth. super weird. Uh, here's a text that says, learn to cook. If you can't cook, your groceries will consist of overpriced prepackaged garbage. This is like... Also good advice. That might be the best of advice ever. And uh, I figure, feel like I figured that out five years ago. Yeah. Uh, use a list, Okay. Do not go down every aisle for those impulse purchases. And I'm guilty of this. You know where the where the worst place for that is for me is Farm Boy. Oh, man. Because oh, man. all their stuff oh, man. looks so good. Oh. And if I'm not in a state of mind where I can control myself, I, I cannot be found at Farm Boy. I have to stay away. Well, because it, like the entire place is, well, first of all, it's food, but then uh, the rest of it's designed to go off list. Right? It's literally made, and it's like. package it so nicely. And, you know, it's a sneaky little store yeah. because you're in there yeah. and everything is ingredients, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. And then the things that aren't really, really aren't. Like, yeah. it's like, hey, um, this is, we've got kale that's like locally sourced and it's great for you. We also have insanely good butter tarts yeah, yeah. to ruin your diet. <laughs> like, it's a mean little store, actually. It's true. If you have a list <laughs> and whatever it is that you're looking at is not on the list, you probably already have it at home or you don't really need it. Right. Uh, another tip for a teenager asking adults how to grocery shop is pick a protein. Okay, and make it at the start of the week. It's easier than making a main course every night, and then you can just add sides to it throughout the week. Oh, that's really good advice. I like this too. Along those lines, meal make. It's important to meal plan. Yes, and then build your list around that yes. meal plan. Yes, because if you just have, you can't just make a list of in stuff and be like, I'll figure it all out on a Tuesday. You really probably won't, and you're less likely to order in if you know that Tuesday I'm making this, yeah, yeah. Wednesday I'm making that, you know. All right, yeah, that's very good advice good from advice. Emmanuel over text. How about uh, from Cornwall? Download the Flip app. Mm-hmm. I'm 45, married, and my parents call my sisters and I weekly with specials of the week. Uh, that's Patricia from Cornwall. She says, my Italian parents always say, look for the specials. 
especially right now. <laughs> it's true. Okay, this is good stuff. Uh, some people saying uh, look for flyers. Listen, I was never like a flyer person at any point, but if you pick up that flyer at the beginning at the front of the store, there's some really good stuff that you might actually miss when you're walking through the store. I just don't want to become an adult. That adult. Uh, well, if you're not coupon clipping, at least you're you're getting the savings through a flyer. I think that's why Flip App, yeah, people yeah. are liking that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I love this. Going shopping, sell your blood before you go. There's a tip for you because <laughs> it's so damn expensive. I like this one too. Don't go stoned. Oh, yeah. That is really good advice. Hey, this is Luke Combs. Ottawa's Pure Country 94 wants to send you to RBC Blues Fest, July 9th, featuring Luke Combs. Text Luke right now, along with your full name, to 949494. Standard text rates may apply. Hello? Hey, can I speak with Emily, please? Can I ask uh, Emily Winters, it's actually <laughs> Sophie and Jeff from Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Oh, <laughs> wow, you are not messing around. Jeff was trying to trick you. I like your phone security measures, yeah. though. That's smart. It's early. <laughs> I know, and you're still on the ball. Emily, you texted us the word Luke because you want a pair of day passes to RBC Blues Fest. Is that correct? Oh yes. <laughs> Guess what? What? You win! <laughs> oh my god, thank you! <laughs> Just for being so responsible, <laughs> you get a pair of passes to RBC Blues Fest on July 9th, the night Luke Combs is headlining. Oh my god, thank you so much. You're so welcome. And you get back to your day, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay. So today we are doing the cues to text. Yeah, we changed it up just to keep you confused. 94, 94, 94, standard rate supply. That's where you want to text the word Luke anytime you hear the cue to text. I know yesterday we did the cues to call, so uh, we're getting a lot of phone calls. But that's not going to get you those day passes to RBC Blues Fest. So you're going to try again at 9 o'clock when you hear the next cue to text. But it'll be a different Luke. Luke Bryan this time. Yeah, that's right. Good luck. All the details at purecountry94.ca. We've got the useless question coming up. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. 63% of us say it makes us nervous when our partner does this. 94, 94, 94, standard rate supply <laughs> or 613-750-9494. I love today's uh, useless question. Yeah. It's really, really good. 63% of us say it makes us nervous when our partner does this because it could really be so many things and it'll be funny to see what you say. True. Uh, but if you get the right answer first, you will win 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. So that is worth something. Okay. All right. One more time. 63% of us say it makes us nervous when our partner does this. All right. 94, 94, 94 or 613-750-9494. Good luck. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. 63% of us say it makes us nervous when our partner does this. And how about introduces them to the family? That is a nerve-wracking one. Yeah. How about stays out late? Okay, all right, all right. How about parallel parks, says Ethan. (laughs) Cleans the house. Okay, cleans the house. That's a good one, too. Says, I love you. Mm. That's weird. Why would that make you nervous? I don't know. Maybe maybe if it's early. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if it's it's too early in the relationship. Oh, you're saying like, oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah. Or when you answer not with YouTube, me too, but with, uh, that's nice. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, When your partner says, we need to talk, it makes you nervous? Okay, yes, I could see that. How about going to parties? Weird. Some some couples can't party together. 
I love this one. It says, can I ask you something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like this one. 63% of us say it makes us nervous when our partner closes the bathroom door. Okay. Yeah, it would make me nervous too. What what are you doing in there? Makes it's us gonna ne- be bad. Yeah, what it makes us nervous when our partner does the banking. <laughs> yep, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Drinking maple syrup right out of the bottle. Okay. It's very specific. Right. It's like <laughs> Charles has a funny one too. Works with power tools. That's great. <laughs> Play, plays a dangerous sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says we need to talk. Oh boy. Yeah, these are these are all good. These are all good. Uh, a bunch of people got the answer right right away uh and parallel parking was a good guess but it's not so specific it's just in general drives yeah that's right 63 percent of us say it makes us nervous when our partner drives that includes parallel parking driving on the highway backing in backing out so uh where do you come out on this i uh actually put that in my resume when I first start dating someone, is uh, I, I want somebody who is going to support me when we're in the car. I'm not even kidding. That's a conversation Ryan and I had uh, at, on our first date. I don't know what that means. It means that I can't date someone who is either a backseat driver or doesn't take my side. Oh. <laughs> what I was asking, though, is how do you feel about his driving? Yeah, he's he's a great driver. Okay, I, just, I couldn't date somebody who's a bad driver. That's okay, what I mean. like that's driving. This in limits general. the field massively. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> I've been there, done that. I spent a lot of time. The you know, I was in a relationship once with someone who, uh, if someone did something bad on the road, like cut me off mm-hmm. or did something terrible, and I got upset about it, it was like, okay, you need to calm down. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to give that person the finger because they did the wrong thing. Okay. Right? You need a. You, you need, need somebody who supports you. When they say ride or die, you really mean it. Absolutely. And Fair that's enough. why Ryan and I are a great match. It's perfect. He's a good driver. So uh, his driving doesn't scare me at all. What about you, Jeff? Full nervous. <laughs> Full nervous. My wife is the first to explain that she's not the greatest driver. <laughs> so I drive yeah, all the time. All and the she's very happy with that because yeah. she doesn't like driving. Well, see, that's the only other option. Yes. Is that you have one person who's a terrible driver and okay with the other person doing all the driving, and the person who's doing the driving is okay with that. And then you're like, when we're on a road trip, she's like, uh, you know, you're tired. I'll, I'll drive. I'm like, no, mm-hmm, I can't sleep when you drive. <laughs> you want to talk about adrenaline yeah. hit? <laughs> I can't relax. What Whoa are you talking about? Way. Yeah. I can't sleep on a plane, and those people go go to school for years. It's to true. learn how to do it. Well, Alex Davies, congratulations! You're the first person to guess drives. We've got a hundred bucks. In Lotto 649 vouchers, very well done. Driving, oh man, it's funny. It's something that we all have to do, but the skill level varies so heavily between yeah. people. And uh, I did a test that required certain amount of skill that I know no one else took, obviously. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's a therapy Thursday. <sighs> this one, it, 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 first of all, the question, overarching question in my mind is, yeah. is this savable? I don't know, but I didn't even caption it on Facebook. I just said, here we go. Oh, okay. Because it's uh, open the floodgates kind of thing. Yeah. I think that a lot of people are going to have very strong opinions about today's Therapy Thursday from someone calling herself Shannon. (sighs) To cheat or not to cheat, that's the question. Yeah, it really is. Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with the morning pickup. All right, Jeff, go for it. Oh, boy. 
Today's Therapy Thursday is uncomfortable, to say the least. Here it is. Dear Sophie and Jeff, I'm 31. I've been with my husband for seven years. He's the best guy and dad to our four-year-old daughter. We just bought our dream home, have lots of friends. Things are great. I'm a very sexual person. Back in the day, my husband was too. The last few years, our sex life has been boring. Two minutes and done. I've literally cried myself to sleep over it. Recently, I developed a connection with someone from my gym. I've never felt this kind of physical attraction before. Lately, our conversations have become sexual. I'm not the cheating type, and I love my husband so much. I've tried talking to my husband, but I just think our sexual chemistry isn't there anymore. What what I should do is cut all communication with Jim Guy and be a good wife mom, but I don't think I can do this for the rest of my life. I hope this isn't coming off as horrible as I feel about it. Please try to consider my side. Signed, Shannon, in quotation marks. (laughs) I know, right? Okay, so let me just, let, let's turn it into an I easy question. Like, is this a savable marriage? Clear my throat. In your head? Ah, is this a savable marriage? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. She what, what she doesn't tell us is whether or not she, like what the conversation with her husband is like. Right. We only when have so much she's room, brought yeah. that up. Because that, I think, is a key point in this situation. I think if this is something that you've spoken to your husband about many times and he's been like, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll work on it, we'll work on it, and then nothing ever comes of it, then it's time for you, to, I think, to possibly move on, like okay, to really yeah. consider um, at least separating. I, when it comes to this kind of thing, I can't, I can't handle that kind of situation. So explain more what you like mean. Like my guilt, my guilt. Oh, if level. you were her, you're yeah. putting. Oh yeah, no, that's not. I something don't. You would I. Do. Yeah. You know, like I get that. It, you know, sex is a big part of a relationship, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're having like sexual relationship with someone else, I couldn't. Well, she's not yet. She's having lately. Our conversations have become sexual. Yeah, conversation. Yeah, that's she, what I'm she's saying. She's not having you're a sexual having, relationship. She's no, not having sex with them. No, as I said well. you're having sexual conversations. Oh, oh, sorry. I th- I'm sorry. With the person, yeah, which is very. Uh, no, like, no, that's. that's I don't. You're already over the line. Why well, would that would make me feel sick to my stomach, and only because of the, the guilt, and the I can, I just can't I can't live the life where like everything is a lie. You're constantly paranoid. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about this. You're trying to hide this. You've got this going on, and then you're looking at your husband lovingly, but you're having this conversation with the other guy. It just ugh, the whole thing makes me so uncomfortable. So I guess my question is. Is it possible to regain sexual chemistry with your partner once it's gone stale? Yes. It is. I think so. I think a lot of couples go through ebbs and flows, both emotionally and physically. I think it's, you know, life gets the better of you sometimes. You get into these routines. You get tired. You Mm. sort of forget to make that effort. But I think there's uh, good examples of all kinds of couples out there who have rekindled their sex life or rekindled their relationship. After a long time, you know? Well, I'd like to hear from those people on how that worked out, uh, number one. But I think here, like, this is a case for actual therapy. (laughs) Like, if you, because she, the problem is here, like, her conscience is there. She loves her husband, says so here, loves him so much. He's a great guy. The only problem is this one area, but this area is a huge problem, right? Like, Yeah, well, you, you can't sleep with someone else and be married to your husband no, unless no, he that's says right. that's okay well there's you know that I mean, I mean like, unless he said but really? I, I don't I don't get I don't the, know about that I don't get that vibe 
Yeah. Uh, Charmaine says, sounds like he may have low testosterone. These things are very hard on men to deal with. Maybe try being a good wife and help him through it. That's what wives do if their husband is struggling with needs. You support them. We don't go looking for someone else. So a lot of people saying this in text. I saw it on Facebook as well. The testosterone thing? No, no. This one that says, sorry, boo, you've already cheated. Either talk to your husband or leave him. Okay, okay. People saying it's an emotional affair already. It's... Yeah. I don't know. Emotional affairs are, they're messy. They're they're just as messy as physical affairs. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I don't. I think it's a half affair, basically. I mean, you've you've yeah. you have emotionally stepped over the line. I mean, it, I think it's worse if you go to the physical side of it. It's a complete betrayal at that point. It's only half betrayal now. <laughs> God, I, this one is just a doozy. She's struggling, man. Yeah. She wants to be do the right thing and have the right situation. But, yeah, she's know. already sort of done the wrong thing, and I'm sorry, Shannon. I'm not trying to be judgy. Um, it, that like you're, you're, but you know this is wrong because oh no, she knows you're saying it's wrong, and so right. like you've already done something that is not uh, really appropriate in your situation, mm-hmm. and so now the question is like, do you when you cut ties? Like, do, does this ever come up? By the way, in the conversation with your husband, like, do you ever tell him about this at any point? Or do you go to the grave with it if you stay in this marriage? Oh, uh, that's right? something for a counselor to answer. But my instinct is go to the grave with it. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Today's Therapy Thursday comes from someone calling herself Shannon. Jeff, like in a nutshell, very quickly, because you can read the whole thing on social. Yeah, and you should, because um, it gives a lot of details. But basically, she's been with her husband for seven years. Sex is stale. Has a uh, guy at the gym that she's been having sexual conversations with and is considering turning it physical what should she do yeah that's the question kimberly on facebook says this hurts me for the husband you're already cheating if you loved your husband you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing with jim guy you obviously don't care about how he would feel if he knew his wife was doing that behind your back or behind his back it's easier to leave And okay, so first of all, I I do want to say that I don't think it's not obvious you don't care about your husband's feelings. I actually don't think that that's true. I think that you're in a in a situation where you're putting your feelings ahead of your husband's. But that doesn't necessarily mean you don't care about your husband's feelings. Does a husband have anything, any any culpability in this? You know? Um, to a point, I mean, you know, you're responsible for the conversation you're having with Jim Guy, but when it comes to the integrity of your relationship in your sexual That's relationship what I mean. at right, home, right. then yes, your husband is culpable for sure. You guys are, you know, you're supposed to be in this together. Uh, an interesting take, and I can't remember who said this, um, one of you on socials said, you know... It would be, and I said, like, do you tell your husband about this if you stay in the relationship? I actually think it wouldn't be a bad idea to make this sort of the conversation. Yes, before it turns into something. So you make this the crisis, which it is. Yes, exactly. This is not the ultimatum, but this is the breaking point in your relationship. You sit down with your husband. You say, here, like, I have something I need to tell you, and it's really difficult for me to do this. But, like, I met someone, and there's a connection there. And I'm feeling like there's a connection there because I'm missing that part of right. our, and you know, he's going to do one of two things. He's going to 
be upset and get it and try to work through it with you or he's going to be upset and be like I'm done with this and then your decision is made that but that also starts with an honest conversation with yourself are you so far gone as well Shannon that you that if he if he said I want to work on the marriage would that be disappointing to you you have to think about all that too because it's over if that's the case I think this person uh, on text says I feel for Shannon it's a tough spot to be in especially if you've talked about it and it hasn't gotten anywhere it's tough to deny that part of yourself uh, what happened with Jim guys shows her a need that isn't being met at home and she needs to be remedied. Otherwise it will lead to a string from the marriage. Couples therapy and couples sex therapy in particular would be helpful here. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like the sex therapy is specifically different than mm-hmm. couples therapy. Interesting. Yeah. I like this text too. Every new relationship is great at the start. Honeymoon stage, maybe the sex, good, but maybe it ends up being, you know, not a great guy. This is the thing. You're in like a, a fantasy land with this gym guy. Who knows? Oh gosh, right. Right? right. Like you never think about that, but what... Can you, uh, is this going to go anywhere? Like, or is this just really fulfilling that part for you? This is such a messy situation. It's kind of nutty. I understand why she's written anonymously, obviously, to us, though, because just Uh, to get the world's opinion, because her own opinion is obviously what she should do is, she says it in in her actual uh, email, what I should do is just cut off all comp, uh, you know, contact with Jim Guy. Yeah, maybe what you should do is cut off your marriage. Maybe, but listen to this. Uh, so this text says, Sophie said basically the marriage went stale. Not at all, but, the, but by the sounds of it. If the husband is a great father and helps provide, there is so much more to a marriage than sex. It's certainly an import, important part. And she said she he was sexual before. It sounds like having a child. I'm not speaking for the rest of us, but I'll be the first to admit that sex and intimacy has definitely taken a backseat to being the best mother and father we can to our son. She knows it's wrong. I think from her message, chances are she will cheat and leave hubby and that's messy. And the attraction she's feeling with this gym guy will fade just like Mm -hmm. her current husband. Yeah. Well, so, I, well, what I said was it's possible that the marriage has gone stale because yes. that does happen. Yes. But I don't mean I don't mean the whole marriage is stale. I meant that part of the right. marriage I is know, stale. That, I, that right? is what you meant. Yes. And so and this is a nut to my point, And you we're saying the same thing, basically, is that like gym guy gives you that one part of the thing that you're missing. But what about all the other things that you have with your husband? So you got to you got to figure it out. I feel like. We have to go, but yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like like all the other stuff yeah. is really hard to find. Yeah, I know. And the sex thing is hard to find too, but, but I think it can be solved. I know. This is, I mean, the other stuff is so much harder to so find. So much harder. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Amanda from Cornwall, you have 10 questions and you have to answer them all correctly in 60 seconds to win a thousand bucks. Are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. You can pass. If there's time at the end, Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. But the first answer you give us is the one we have to accept. If you don't get all 10 right, you get 10 bucks for each right answer. Okay, sounds good. All right, Amanda, are you ready? Yep. Here we go in three, two, one. This kid's story is titled Cloudy with a Chance of... Meatballs. What's the capital of Louisiana? Pass. Name two ingredients you need to make s'mores. Marshmallows and chocolate. To blow glass, you must first do what? Heat the glass. Name a nut that starts with W. Walnut. Which primary color is closest to burgundy? Red. What are Crayola crayons made of? Wax. Uh, wax. What's the name of JLo's new documentary on Netflix? Pass. Name a yellow fruit. Bananas. Which type of graph got its name because of its circle shape? 
Can you repeat the question? Which type of graph got its name because of its circle shape? A pie graph. What's the capital of Louisiana? Rouge. Pardon? Pardon? Baton Rouge. Uh, what's the name of J-Lo's new documentary on Netflix? Uh, ask? We are out of time. That was the last question. Amanda, how do you feel? <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes. Let's find out. The kid's story is titled, Cloudy with a Chance of What? You went with meatballs. That's correct. What's the capital of Louisiana? You passed and then said Baton Rouge? That's also correct. It was really hard to hear you, though. You started cutting out at the end there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Wi-Fi calling. Ah, I oh. see. Okay. Name two yeah. ingredients you need to make s'mores. You went with marshmallow and chocolate. That'll do. To blow glass, you must first do what with it? Yes, heat it. Name a nut that starts with W. Walnut. Another 10 bucks. Which primary color is closest to burgundy? You said red. That's correct. What are Crayola crayons made of? You said wax. Another 10 bucks. So far, you've got seven for seven. Name a yellow fruit. You went with banana. Why is that the first one we always think of? What about lemons and pineapple? Sometimes pears are yellow. I hate bananas. Did you say I hate bananas? Yes, I hate bananas. (laughs) Wow, I don't know that I've ever heard that before. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would rather starve myself than eat a banana. Why? What's wrong with bananas? Is it the texture? The taste? The taste. All right. She doesn't like bananas. Yeah. Bananas are up. Uh, which type of graph got its name uh, from its circle shape? You went with pie graph. That is correct. And for the thousand bucks, Amanda, it would have won you a thousand dollars. J Lo's new documentary on Netflix is called oh. Halftime. See, I don't watch TV. Oh. Well, all right then. That so. burned you. She doesn't yeah, eat bananas. That did burn. Yeah. She doesn't watch TV. What are you doing, Amanda? You're you're winning ninety bucks. That's what you're doing. Nicely done. Thank you. What? Jeff's three things. Is this it for Brad Pitt? Is it all over? What's a world without Brad Pitt like? Uh, in an interview, Brad Pitt says he's on the last leg of his career. No! I know a lot of people think that means he's retiring. I don't think so. I think he means he's in the, as he goes on to say. Twilight years? Yeah. He's in the final trimester of his life. <laughs> the last semester or trimester, he says. What's this section going to be? And how, am I, how do I want to design that? Now, uh, this is a GQ interview. Where he says he quit smoking and drinking, has cleaned himself up. But the real tragedy and controversy controversy is the photos they use in this magazine of Brad Pitt. You you wouldn't think you could ruin Brad Pitt and how he looks, Mm -hmm. but they've done it. And comments are like, what is going on? People saying he's had skin treatments. I'm like, no, it's just the way they've taken the photos. Weird. Okay, I'll have to have a look. He looks... I mean, he looks as bad as Brad Pitt can look. Uh, you know what I mean? All right. It's not okay. Good. All right. Anyway, thing two. Shania Twain has been under put under strict doctor's orders to rest and not sing. She woke up yesterday, quote, feeling unwell and with no voice. Oh, Had to no. cancel last night's show in Vegas. She's hoping to be back on stage this weekend. We'll keep an eye on that. And finally, thing three. Six reasons to drink pickle juice. <laughs> Oh my gosh, okay, so... It's huge. I've been saying this for years. I've always drank pickle juice. What are they saying? It's like Gatorade, except better. Full of electrolytes, including potassium, magnesium. 
Uh, so it's great after a workout. Oh my gosh, I make Ryan one. drink pickle juice all the time. They think it might help regulate your blood sugar. Yeah. Some people claim it's awesome for a hangover. If you don't puke from it, yes. it really helps. Yes, see, babe? Uh, Told you. Some types are loaded with probiotics or healthy bacteria for your gut. You got to get the fancy kind, though, not the uh, kind that is pasteurized. Yeah. Um, it helps with muscle cramps, maybe. Yeah. A study a, a, back, a while back looked at it and looks like it helps with that. And it can help you lose weight. In the 2009 study, people lost more weight when they drank a little bit of pickle juice every day. We're talking like a, a quarter of a cup, like a gulp. That's it. So here's the thing. Pickle juice will bring you back to life if you are really hungover. Okay. The only thing is that if you are, like, if you can't eat breakfast or if you're, like, if you can't keep water down, mm-hmm. then obviously you're not going to keep the pickle juice right. down. But if you're looking for something to sort of snap you back into reality, always keep a jar of pickle juice in the fridge. I do. Okay. Yeah. Actually, sometimes I put it on my nightstand. I'm not even kidding. Recommended by experts and Sophie. And that's what you need to know. (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Therapy Thursdays with Sophie and Jeff. Side effects may include nausea, regret, confusion, and unexplained swelling. Today's email comes from someone calling herself Shannon. Uh, This won't do it justice, but I'll just do it in a nutshell real quick. Go to our socials and check out the whole thing. But she says that she and her husband's sex life has gone stale and that she has made a connection with someone at her gym. It's turned, the conversation has turned sexual and she's thinking about taking the full leap. All right. Okay. Pamela on Facebook. Let's start with her. Married couples have feelings for other people sometimes, especially if they've been together for long. Okay. Nobody's perfect. Obviously, she still cares for her spouse. That's why she hasn't gone along and slept with the other guy. My advice is to quit that gym and stop that friendship. Avoid the other guy because nothing good will come of it for sure. That's a really interesting take that she's saying that married people have feelings, have for, feelings other people? for other people. I'm not sure I agree totally. I don't know. Do you mean like find other people in the world attractive? Well, that's, that's normal. Yeah. But have feelings for other people. I don't. Uh, that's interesting. I don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that that's a universal truth. Yeah. Okay. Um, this person, this text says, are humans really made for monogamy? I don't think so. Why feel guilty? Just be honest about it. Okay. There's that take, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. interesting. Here's a text from somebody who says they've been in the gym guy scenario. Okay. All right. I was told by my therapist uh, to cut ties with gym guy for 30 days, then see how you feel. Okay. For 30 days. Yeah. Kind of like quit drinking <laughs> and see if you go through any withdrawals. Right. What so are your symptoms? At least that's like this Shannon, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is is writing us asking, yeah. you know, for advice. That's some an actual strategy that maybe you can put into place and see what happens. Yeah. Here's a Therapy Thursday regular, Sarah Pelisic mm-hmm. on Facebook. Okay. Now, uh, Sarah knows what she's talking about here, and she always has really good advice. The grass is greener where you water it. Ah. If you're talking to a gym bro, you're searching for something that you're not getting at home. This could potentially ruin everything you currently have. Love is love, but lust will fade. This is new and exciting and why you're wanting to explore it. Talking to another man sexually is infidelity. So you're crossing a line you might not be able to come back from. Uh, She goes on to say a whole bunch of stuff, but she says you may look back with deep regret if you choose to end your marriage over something you can both work on to fulfill your needs. All right. Good luck, she says. I think that's really great advice. And we talked about this earlier is that, you know, the physical part is a big part of your relationship, a big part of your marriage. But the other stuff is also huge and so hard to find. True fact. Yeah, he's a nice guy. You love him. You you live together. You guys have that, you know, 
sort of ma- like machine that that works the at life home. chemistry yeah, yeah yeah that's right uh this text is interesting hmm i wonder why the sex has gone stale for the husband wouldn't it be weird if he has his own gym girl quote unquote mm. who's taking his attention off the wife i don't think we can point fingers at the husband mm. here like well i will point a finger at him at if- for something okay. in that, you know, if this is a, 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 a problem or a need that she's brought up yeah. several no, times she in has, the marriage yeah. and he hasn't done anything to make it better, that's on him. Like, what's he doing? That's what we said earlier. That's right. That he has some culpability there for that particular part uh, of it. But to, yeah. to, to say, like, I bet he's cheating or I wonder if he's cheating. I mean, that's a bit of a step for well, me. Well, we always get those. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good point. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Today's Therapy Thursday has everybody all worked up because Shannon is asking about her marriage. Yes, uh, she is in a great marriage by all accounts, but the sex is, you know, not there. And so she has uh, struck up some conversations of a sexual nature with a gym guy. And now she's worried it's going to go to the next thing, you know, the actual physical side. What should she do? Man, you know, this is tough because um, it's one of those things, like, once you've already t- dipped your toe in that pool, right. um, you know, going for a full swim in that pool it is not going to feel as good as you think it is. <laughs> and, like, I just think about the feeling of having that conversation with this gym guy and then going home and looking at your husband who's, like, smiling at you and you're having dinner together and, like, the gut punch that that would be. And the guilt that would eat away at somebody in that situation would be unbearable. Like, it's not something I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't handle it. You know what I mean? Right. I believe you. And uh, Shannon, this is you're already starting to crack. Right. And so you're going to this is just going to get worse and more stressful for you if you do not make a decision like now. A text here says an emotional affair is just an affair that hasn't gotten physical yet. It will, though. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like that's, I mean, you're already... She's thinking about it. Well, you're already having sexual conversations. That's not necessarily normal. <laughs> right, right. You know? Okay, so let's see here. We've got so many messages. I'm trying to find one. Okay. Uh, Haley says, cheating doesn't necessarily have to be physical. If you had to, ha- if you have to hide conversations, you're already there. I'm going to leave it at that, she says. Oh, okay. Yeah. This person from Renfrew says, I'm curious if her husband might already be cheating and that's why he's not interested in sex with her. That's the second person who really thinks that, that maybe the husband's already stepped out. I, I don't know about that. It is possible. Yeah. There are things that can happen to men too as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Uh, medically, that maybe he should get checked out. If well, that's... that was one of the first things right. people said, right? Was what's going on with his testosterone levels? Like, yeah. Because uh, you guys sh- should be like raring to go at all times, no? Sure. I don't They're know. They're not much. older, right? I don't know much about uh, the male sex drive, but. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. It's, I, I know it can be intense. Should be each drop of a dime, pretty much. <laughs> right. Uh, Roxy says you already checked by uh, you already checked out by talking to this guy, this gym guy and having the connections. You're crazy for throwing all of this away. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. Gym guy might give you amazing sex. But what if he's a player and doesn't want a family and you have a four year old and like there's all these things that come with that? Oh, yeah, of course. So think about that. It's probably not going to be so great. Text from Brockville. After watching this happen to someone very close to me, she needs to put herself in her husband's shoes and think, what if he was doing this to me with another woman? How would I feel? Cheating is awful. If you're going to do it, come clean or leave. This can have a huge impact on the other person and affects them and their family forever. That's all true. I mean, that's right. I'm, I'm a... 
big believer in like you you need to say this you need to already have had the talk yeah. and like i know you've tried to talk to your husband shannon but maybe you haven't had an emergency talk yeah like hey we're in trouble yeah. it's over yeah soon yeah that talk well and that's sort of what i suggested earlier is perhaps coming clean about this to your husband is a good way to show the urgency of where you're at emotionally right. in your marriage and tell him like i love you and i don't want this to end but i'm starting to stray because like I need this from you and you're mm -hmm. not giving it to me. So I'm looking for it elsewhere. And like, that's a very uh, real feeling. And that's a really. It's a highly emotionally charged conversation that takes some real nuance. Oh, you're going to have to be super brave because that's a scary conversation to have. And he's, he, listen, he might not take it very well. Like he might get really upset about this at first. And then once he calms down, you can, you know, have a deeper conversation about it. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Like, so. So, yeah, we have so she definitely has to bring to the table how important this is, like where they're at. So, I, yeah. And I think if you're going to end it with Jim Guy and you want to start fresh with your husband, you I think you need to. I don't know how you can live with this as a secret. Like, I feel like you'd have to get this off your chest. I mean, there are some people in here uh, as well, though, who say, like, make it a throuple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. We always have a few of those. <laughs> right, Barney? <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning. It is 8.52 on the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff, which means we are less than 10 minutes away from... Ooh. Luke Bryan tickets. That's right. Well, RBC Blues Fest tickets, because you know what? These, oh, aren't, yeah. these aren't just Luke Bryan tickets. These are day passes for all the concerts that are happening on July 14th. But, of course, the headliner that night is Luke Bryan. And he's the big deal. Cannot wait for that show. That's going to be really <laughs> great. I have never seen him uh, perform. Uh, I'm very excited for Luke Combs as well yeah. at RBC Blues Fest. I have seen him perform, so uh, then I really know what I'm getting into, and I'm super psyched. <laughs> I think you're going to be shocked at how tall Luke Bryan is. I think I am. Yeah, he's because you've told me this before. Very tall. Okay. Yeah, like did aggressively you, tall. Did you see how his what his hair was all about when we tweeted out that picture of his for hair? Father's Day? Yeah. Yeah, he that, has a lot of more hair than you think. Yeah, his wife Caroline um, made a Father's Day post, but she posted a very embarrassing photo of him. It's excellent, and uh, she did it to get back at him for some other prank that he pulled on her. That's, you know those two. That's not photoshopped, right? That's his hair. No, that's his hair. He has a lot of hair. You know, that's probably why he wears a hat all the time. Maybe he should keep doing that. <laughs> hey, y'all! This is Luke Bryan. Ottawa's Pure Country '94 wants to send you to RBC Blues Fest July 14th, featuring Luke Bryan. Text Luke right now. Now, along with your full name to 949494. Standard text rates may apply. Hello. Hi, is Amanda Corner there? Uh, yeah, speaking. Hi, Amanda. It is Sophie and Jeff from The Morning Pickup on Pure Country 94. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Here's a question for you. How much money would you spend oh, yeah. to see Luke Bryan live in Ottawa so you don't really have to go far? Oh, you'd be crazy. I tried to get tickets for the full festival and wasn't able to. Oh, oh really? <laughs> hmm, that's very interesting because you see, we in our hands have a pair of day passes for RBC Blues Fest, and it just so happens they're for July 14th, the night that Luke Bryan will be headlining. Oh, way. It also just so happens that you win them. Yay! <laughs> Woo! 
Amanda, you heard the cute text, and now you are off to RBC Blues Fest to see Luke Bryan. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. I don't think there's anything better than free. That's right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it for your morning chances. We gave away passes to RBC Blues Fest for Luke Combs July 9th and Luke Bryan July 14th. Next shot is at 3 and again at 5, both with Chelsea this afternoon. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Coming up in the next three minutes, Jeff's three things. Yeah, we're going to uh, discuss China's mind-reading device that can tell if you're watching porn. Oh, That's okay. a real thing. I could get awkward fast. I didn't know this, but the Hollywood sign hasn't been lit in 20 years. It hasn't? Until last night. Whoa. We'll talk about that and more coming up. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Thing one. Oh. We don't have to worry, guys. This isn't something your wife can buy yet. But researchers in China have invented a new mind-reading device that can tell if you're watching adult content. Okay. Really? Did you just... <laughs> the first little part joke, of what you joke, said. Oh, my gosh. A team in Beijing oh. built a prototype that you wear that scans your brainwaves, and it senses if you're watching something offside. And then an alarm goes off. They tested it on 15 college students. It was 80% accurate. They didn't bother testing it on women for some reason, but who knows? Okay, so we have this, but no cure for cancer. That's like, right. Could, come on. Can That's, we get our act together? Yeah. No, it's been illegal. Uh, adult content porn has been illegal in China since 1949, but people still watch it. So I guess oh, they're they, hoping oh, you're going to wear... grown-ups can't watch porn in no, China? No, no, no. Oh, wow, I didn't even know that. No, so maybe... Uh, now they're going to make everyone wear hats. I don't know what they're doing over there. I mean, this is a great way to, like, help prevent sex crimes. Like, if you do it with child pornography. Oh, yeah. No, then yeah, that no, no. is amazing. But, like, to each their own, if you're a grown-up and you want to watch uh, a little bit of grown-up porn, then I guess. Yeah. If, any, if you're doing anything illegal, I'd like to add an electric shock in there and yeah. some sort of uh, yeah. other torture. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, thing two. The Hollywood sign was illuminated for New Year's Eve in 2000. And that's the last time it was lit up. Okay. I guess for the first time in more than 20 years, it lit up the night sky on Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. And lucky onlookers who looked to the hills saw the sign flashing a variety of colorful designs. Looked like they were celebrating Pride Month. Um, But they also did bright green, clear white, and other displays, giving it a big test to see uh, how the lighting is going. I'm just surprised that it hasn't been lit up for this long. Yeah, I had no idea uh, that it even lit up. (laughs) Um, I don't know that I knew that either. I didn't know that it had the ability to do that. I've never seen the Hollywood sign in person. Have you? No, I have not. And I've been to uh, California, just not Hollywood. Okay. It would be cool to say you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool to visit it. Yeah, agreed. Right up there on the hill. Mm -hmm. And finally, uh, after the storm last month, a lot of people asked, why the heck haven't we buried our hydro lines? Yeah. And Hydro Ottawa has answered. It's $10 billion to do it. That's why. Ten. Billion with a B. Billion dollars. Yeah. Hmm. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed for the next storm because I doubt they're getting buried. I just don't know why we didn't do it in the first place. That would have been easier than trying to correct the problem. Yeah. I don't know how long those wires have been there, but. Hindsight's 2020. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Being a teenager comes with so many learning curves. And here's the thing. A lot of it you don't think about as an adult, but remember the first time you had to learn how to do things, including grocery shopping, which I don't know about you, Jeff, but I'm still trying to navigate. It's a, it's a, it's a lifelong learning curve, I think. <laughs> it is, especially uh, nowadays when the prices of things 
go up as high as they do. And so if a teenager is asking you for grocery shopping advice, like how do I how do I maximize the experience? What's the advice that you give them? Yeah. And I said earlier today that it's don't shop at hungry. And we got a few texts saying that too. Yeah. Never That's shop huge. hungry. Right. Learn to cook. If you can't cook, your groceries will be overpriced, prepackaged garbage, but also your groceries will go bad if yeah. you don't cook them. That's right. So that is definitely some good advice right there. This was a good one. Always look at the price per 100 milliliter. It might not actually be cheaper. Like you see a lower number, ah, yes. but price per weight is all that really matters. Now that's always going to be in tiny, tiny font. Yes. So be ready for that. that. You have to find, but it's funny because I have actually started doing that. And like, this is just recently, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, this is a cheaper yogurt, but wait, there's only 250. 54 mils in this one and there's you know whatever 300 in the other right so how about this text that says only buy enough fresh produce for four to five days or else it goes bad and learn how to preserve it buy stuff on sale like discount meat and freeze it prepared meals like lean cuisine extra not worth it and horrible for you learn to cook things from scratch says amanda mom of five yeah and it's pretty cool you can do really quick meals from scratch promise uh this one says always put your cart away so it doesn't damage someone else's vehicle yes i I like that that's some shopping advice that's not food related very good shopping (laughs) advice okay here's another one okay when someone is trying to look at items here's the thing people always stand away from the aisle when they're looking for something which seems weird because you think that if you were looking to grab something off the shelf that you would be closer to that so people can get behind you right but you can see more and compare the products when you stand a little bit further away. So all you do is you say, oh, excuse me, when you walk through with your cart in front of somebody who's standing there looking at a whole bunch of items on a shelf. Oh, okay. Right? You say, excuse me to them. Yes. That's your advice. Yeah, yes. yeah. Good. You just yeah. say, excuse me, because they're, they're in the mode. Right. They're, they're focused. They're concentrated. You I don't want to pre- break that. I appreciate the person who stands across the aisle to look at things because I have been in the situation where someone's right up against it looking at it. I'm yeah. like, I just need that pasta. I know, I, but then sometimes people are trying to get through and that person is like, you're also blocking the the, yes. the other part of the aisle. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be conscious of other shoppers. Maybe well, that's, that's the, the lesson. Yeah. There okay. you go. So. I love this. What advice would you give to a teen who's just starting shopping in the grocery store? Act confident. And if you're doing a lot of shopping, just go down every aisle so you learn where everything is. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Know where to go. Fake it till you make it. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. There it is. That wraps up a Therapy Thursday on the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. That was just one of the things we did on the show, which, by the way, we're going to recap after on our socials. It was wild. Um, So we'll talk about that, yeah, after the show. If you had advice, grocery shopping advice to give to a team, what would you suggest? (laughs) We just recapped that a little bit, too. Boy, you guys came through with some good ones. Uh, You've got a lot of things to say, but generally speaking, make a list, stick to it, have a budget, don't go higher hungry don't go high yeah those are the takeaways okay yeah uh today's useless question 63 percent of us say it makes us nervous when our partner drives way to go alex davies got that right that was the answer to the useless question a lot of us agree (laughs) that that is definitely something that uh can make or break a relationship 100 bucks and a lot of 649 vouchers uh up for grabs today yeah that was pretty pretty cool um we came so close to giving away the thousand dollars in the thousand dollar minute oh one question away. That's always a heartbreaker, by the way. Um, it was. It was. And it was, uh, 
Was it Amanda? Yeah, that's right. Amanda played and uh, unfortunately didn't know that J-Lo's Netflix documentary is called Halftime, which cost her the thousand bucks. Dang it. Just keep that in mind when you're calling to play the thousand dollar minute, which we do every single weekday morning. And we also talked uh, about RBC Blues Fest because all week long we are giving you day passes to two different events. Luke Combs headlining July 9th and Luke Bryan headlining July 14th. You can win your way there at 7 nine three and five just go to purecountry94.ca for all the details congrats to emily and another amanda who won their way respectively to the luke combs and the luke bryan nights at rbc blues fest so yeah as you said we're doing it again through the afternoon we've got one more day of showers and then some nice temperatures and sunshine on the way into the weekend so stay dry and we'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow wake up with sophie and jeff weekday mornings on ottawa's pure country 94